1: So if you'd like to support me and the show, head to patreon.com slash show, and for as little as five bucks a month, you can define yourself as more than just a fan. You'll be an official member of the Legion. Hope to see you there.
2: In the dilapidated bowels of the basement under an industrial warehouse far into its disrepair, a lone figure is in battle with a monster. Hacking and slicing, the misshapen devil just refuses to go down for the count as Chainsaw Man curses at his fortune. It is then that shots ring out and the devil's head explodes from a hail of bullets. The devil falls limp in Denji's shadow. No need to thank me for shooting him, Deadpool reveals himself and says, all in a day's work for your favorite hero. Retracting his chainsaws and turning back into human appearance chainsaw man scoffs and says i needed to be the one to kill him you've robbed me of my contract let me guess deadpool interrupts and now i have to pay well good luck with that one my friend and a whole lot of blood is about to be spilled it's wade versus denji it's psd versus x-force it's Deadpool versus Chainsaw Man, today on Who Would Win?
1: And welcome to another episode of Who Would Win, a show that completely ignores anything important happening in the world and instead focuses on a fictional battle between two characters from the worlds of comics, sci-fi, ...and fantasy. I'm your host, James Gabs. and as always, I'm joined by the one and only Ray Stekanis, Legion of Audience. The Who Would Win production team wanted to outdo themselves by attempting to create, quite possibly, the most insane battle we've ever had... And I believe they've succeeded. In one corner, you have Deadpool, Marvel's Merc with a Mouth, facing off against anime and manga's newest sensation, the peculiarly named Chainsaw Man. As usual, I did the patented who Google test just to see how many times this matchup has been discussed. And unbelievably, this matchup has been mentioned Once before, kind of, there was a group battle where it was the members of the X-Men team versus the heroes or the cool characters from Chainsaw Man, the anime anyway. And they kind of said how that battle would go. Uh, Chainsaw Man and Deadpool did kind of battle for like half a second, that battle simulation, but nothing much. So I really think, yet again, the Who Would Win team brings you a premier geek battle in geek culture because that's what we do. Ray, got to find out, what are your thoughts on today's matchup?
2: I'm, you know, I used to be a massive fan of the anime when I was a lot younger, when I was in high school, college, early twenties, and then something happened. I turned, you know, I turned the age of 30 and I sort of just stopped watching anime. It stopped resonating with me. So one fun thing that I got to do for this battle was watch all the episodes of Chainsaw Man that are out there on your Hulus, your Crunchyrolls, wherever you, uh, wherever you anime. And uh, it was really interesting to kind of get back into that vibe again. You know, we've done a lot of anime characters on the show, but, you know, we've done a lot of older anime characters on the show because that's the stuff I know better. Right. And you, too, I believe. But Chainsaw Man kind of coming from his own, you know, 2022 is when the season came out. So this is new anime, new character and a new who would win season five.
1: That's all true. Listen, a lot of people don't understand. You know, you had to watch the entire series. I had to do a lot of research on Deadpool. We just kind of go nuts for this. And I actually, Ray, I got to tell you, I brought this up with the Who Would Win production team. I I just kind of said, we're getting a little overloaded. Look, you got all the research, you got to prep for the show, the guests, all that kind of good stuff. So I asked them... If we could get a production assistant, a PA of our own, and they said, oh, yeah, they said absolutely, maybe, who knows, could be, we're not sure. So I'm going to take that as a yes. So in anticipation of a a PA being part of our team, I came up with my top three requirements. What would be one of your requirements for a PA?
2: Well, you know, obviously they need to know where they can go to get all the Pepsi Max. That is the most, uh, or I'm sorry, Pepsi Zero Sugar, as they renamed it in 2016 and nobody told me. The second thing Dash. you got to do is you have to know a is right,
1: obviously. And then point number three, uh, see back to point number two. That's fair. Okay, these are all good things. I don't know if we want someone to handle Pepsi Max with their bare hands, even the cans. That could be just be disastrous, but I get it. All right, my top three, I put a lot of thought into this. Uh, my first one is the PA must be able to summon a portal to an alternate dimension for lunch breaks. I'm just not a fan of sitting beside Ray at lunch while he's chewing food. It's like it's a uh, no, – no offense, Ray. It's, it's like I'm sitting beside a brontosaurus. Got to change that up. My second one is uh, must have five years of time travel experience and have the ability to convince me to reconsider bringing Ray Stecanus onto the show. I'm kidding, Ray. Or am I? Maybe. And the third one, this is the most important. They have to have a photographic memory for all the episodes of Doctor Who, Star Trek, and the greatest sci-fi series of all time, at least in my opinion. The Golden Girls. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's all you got to do. Now, Legion of Audience, if you can think of other requirements of a production assistant, or if you want to be our production assistant, let us know. Maybe I can get you. uh, It's a volunteer job, by the way. But the accolades are you get to hang out with Ray and I, maybe, possibly not, sometimes. Let us know, and we'll see what we can do. Now, with all that being said, let's let's see what our judge has to say about bringing on a PA and just this battle in general making their first appearance on the Who Would Win show. It's a longtime friend of the Who Would Win show. It's star, producer, and host of the geek to me radio show. It's the one and only James Enstall. James, welcome to Who Would Win.
3: I'm excited to be here. I've been listening. Uh, long-time fan, first-time judge. I'll put it like that.
1: You know, James, you know, through Twitter, I guess, you and I have known each other for probably several years, at least, maybe even four years, and I'm a huge fan of the geek me radio show. Tell the Legion of Audience, our fan base, in case they don't know for some horrible reason about your show, because they should, what's your show about, where can they listen to it, and how great it is?
3: Yeah, so we're actually, one of those weird things, it's a live radio show on Terrestrial Radio, which I love. I grew up listening to radio, the crackle of the AM station, so we're on... a.m. KTRS, which streams online because that's all modern radio set up to do like that now. So if you're not in the greater St. Louis area, You can go to KTRS.com slash stream every Sunday night 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific and check out a brand new show because it's live radio. I know some podcasts will do like a season and then they'll take some time off to recover. I don't get that luxury, so I literally have to put out 52 shows every single year, and I love it. I love booking the guests, so we've got people from directors, writers, producers, voice actors, we've got artists, comic book writers, and we cover everything pop culture, so there's a lot of ground to be covered. And I'm very lucky that I've uh, been able to book some of the guests I've gotten.
1: You know, James, a lot of people hate it when I put them on the spot. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Give me your top three guests you've had on the show. I've been on the show, so I will eliminate myself from that list. Uh, I don't think Ray's been on the show. What a travesty that is. Who would you say are like the top three that come to mind as in, you know, most fun, most entertaining for your show?
3: That's so tough. I... Uh, Susan Eisenberg's almost like a co-host at this point. She's been on the show. She's uh, like the Alec Baldwin of well, that's bad. I can't say Alec Baldwin anymore. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, she's like the Steve
3: it, Martin of my show.
1: <laughs> and just to, just to let everyone know, Susan Eisenberg, amazing human being, and uh, done amazing voice uh, voice work. She is the voice of Wonder Woman from Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. So who wouldn't want her on the show? Keep going.
3: Um, I had Gene Simmons once from Kiss. And that was that was an experience. He's a very, <laughs> very interesting dude. So Gene Simmons would probably be up there. Um, writer producer of Independence Day and the Leverage series and the Librarians. Dean Devlin has been on the show a couple times now. He's a great guest. But I mean, to pick a favorite, my gosh, we just lost Kevin Conroy, and he's been yeah. on the show four or five times. Andre Romano. Oh, wow. Who directed yeah. Animaniacs and Freakazoid and Justice League? So it's it's very hard to narrow it down to just three. It's almost impossible task.
1: That's why I asked, by the way, because uh, you know I'm a jerk like that. Now, uh, you heard about what uh, Ray and I may be able to have for the Who Would Win show? A production assistant. Ray's got his requirements. I've got mine. What would be a requirement that you would want for a production assistant to help you with your show?
3: I would say they have to be uh, the uh, no, they can't take no for an answer. Very no nonsense, <laughs> go get them attitude. Cause I, I'm always very shy about selling myself and be like, hey, you wanna be in my show? And I just don't, I'm not forceful. So I almost want like a salesiest person you can possibly get to book guests for me and take that off the, cause that's 50% of my show stuff is me trying to book guests. And for every 12 I reach out to, I get maybe one yes. Uh, so that would be my number one requirement. Two, I like Ray's idea, but I'm not a Pepsi Mac person. I'm a Diet Dr. Pepper guy. So they could handle tons of Diet Dr. Pepper. And I do like the time travel idea that you had. So that would be a third option, I think.
1: It's important. That, that last one's really important. You know what, Ray? I think what what, what James Enstall is describing is a combined forces of you and I. Would Would you ever consider, with me, being the production assistant for geek to me Radio? No. Fantastic. All right, we'll keep looking, James. We'll uh, we'll see what we can do. All right, now listen, we have James Ensol from geek to me Radio. Finally, on the Who Would Win show, we've got Ray repping Chainsaw Man, who's absolutely fantastic. you got me repping Deadpool. You've got the formula for another classic, iconic Who Would Win matchup. With all that being said, Ray, please do us the honors and announce today's battle. Representing Marvel Comics, the mercenary
2: who finished dead last in a beauty contest... With Freddy Krueger, the Toxic Avenger, Sloth from the Goonies, and Quado from Total Recall, Deadpool. And representing the wild world of anime, the devil hunter who's hard to figure out. In fact, he leaves most of his opponents stumped. Chainsaw Man.
1: Horrible. Absolutely horrible. I love it, actually. Alright, well done right now. Before we go any further, let's go over the official rules of a Who Would Win match. Rule number one, each debater will make three points. Rule number two, the Who Would Win match is a random encounter in a neutral location with no prior knowledge of the opponent or time to prepare for the fight. Rule number three, the debater must stay within the confines of the character's personality and the exact version of that character has to be specifically stated. Now, Ray, there's, as far as I know, the manga version, the anime version of Chainsaw Man. What version are you going with today? Going with the anime version of
2: Chainsaw Man. I The manga's in its season two, basically, and the anime's just in season one, but that being said, the anime was a little bit more easy for me to get my hands on, uh, really understand, and the two really do mirror each other, so this is gonna be anime
1: Chainsaw Man. I think it's a good call. All right, with all the versions of Deadpool out there, I decided to go with my favorite version of Deadpool at all. That's the Ryan Reynolds version. You know, so excited about the new movie coming out with him and um, you know, Wolverine was going to be absolutely fantastic, or Logan, I should say. But then I rethought it and I remembered I'm going up against Race to so I'm going with surprise, surprise, the comic book version of the current Marvel six one six universe. I know, I just it's it's a change up called an audible. I'm crazy like that. Now, rule number four, debaters may only use examples of skills, powers, or weapons that are a long-established part of the character's continuity. Feats from non-canon crossovers are allowed, but will be given less weight. Rule number five, the winner of the debate is whoever the judge decides is the best case for defeating their opponent by death, submission, or battlefield removal, and where no attack or threat can be made for at least two minutes, and where no outside interference is allowed. And finally, rule number six, the judge is the final arbiter and can disallow or veto any point they feel violates these rules or established logic. And before we get started, don't forget to visit the official Who Would Win store to get your very own Who Would Win merchandise and accessories. Go to whowouldwinstore.com right now to get your hands on some fantastic Who Would Win merch.
2: We have a new sponsor for Who Would Win, and I think y'all might enjoy this one. It is Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile game that taps into everything we all love about Marvel Comics. You get to pick a squad of your favorite Marvel heroes, you know, and villains, let's keep it real, and team them up to fight big bads like Doctor Doom and, of course, save the universe. So take a sec and check out Marvel Strike Force using the link in the description of this episode, ideally, and use our promo code MAXPOOL and get the whole Who Would Win show hookup. Thanks again to Marvel Strike Force and thanks to me for this great read. Good job, me
3: what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health
1: shop now at hero.co and now let's get to the tale of the tape for both of our combatants ray please give us the details for chainsaw man Chainsaw Man is a
2: government-employed devil hunter working out of Japan. He was created by Tatsuki Fujimoto and first appeared in Weekly Shonen Jump Magazine in 2018 with his anime series following in 2022. Denji is trapped in poverty as his father owed money to the Yakuza, then he died which passed all the debt to poor Denji. With his chainsaw devil pet slash friend Pochita, he took on devil hunting work for the underground. That is until the Yakuza set him up to be killed, at which point Denji made a literal deal with his devil and now carries Pochita inside him as his heart. And when he tugs the ribcord on his chest, he transforms into Chainsaw Man, with a chainsaw for a head and chainsaws coming out of both arms at the elbow. Now, he fights devils for the public safety division, a government agency. Fun fact, we learned quite a bit about how hard Denji was struggling early on in the series. To try and pay down his overwhelming family debt, he sold an eye, a kidney, and well, some other parts. Well, on top of all that, it's possible he sold his last name, maybe. You see, on the show, his last name is never actually revealed, he's just Denji. This could be due to sadness at losing his parents, a way to hide from potential debt collectors, or my personal belief that he sold his last name to make a few extra bucks. Whatever's the case, if he
1: has a last name, we still do not know it. And that is Chainsaw Man. I did not know there was a market for last names. That's interesting. I looked into that. You uh, could have mine at a, at a reduced cost. Wow. The self-esteem of Race Decanius ladies and gentlemen. All right. Here are the details for Deadpool. Deadpool, also known as Wade Wilson, first appeared in New, New Mutants, number 98, in 1991, and was created by writer Fabian Nassiza and artist Rob Liefeld. He was initially portrayed as a villain, but his popularity with fans led him to becoming an anti-hero. In Deadpool's backstory, he was diagnosed with terminal cancer and was offered a chance to participate in the Weapon X program as a last resort to save his life. The program subjected him to various treatments, including exposing him to a mutant healing factor derived from Wolverine, another Weapon X experiment. He's been a member of a number of superhero teams, such as X-Force and the Mercs for Money, and was, has a complicated history with the X-Men, sometimes working with them and other times working against them. And here's an interesting fact about Deadpool. Did you know that Deadpool suffers from bovinophobia? i got to pronounce this properly. Bovinophobia, otherwise known as the fear of cows? It's true. And can we blame him for this one? Those vacant stares. I've seen cows before. The way they just stand there judging you. Sure, they look all harmless in their pastures, mindlessly eating grass, but Deadpool sees through their game. Look, as someone, such as I, as well-versed in all things related to cows, I can tell you firsthand how cows... Sure, they appear to act all innocent, but when you're completely disarmed by their innocent act, that's when the cows hit you. So yeah, Deadpool has a fear of cows and considers them the second biggest threat to Earth after Galactus. And now you have the facts on both opponents, James. Do you have any questions before we get started?
3: No, but now I'm I'm picturing the Gary Larson uh, Far Side about so all the weird things the cows do. So now I'm going to have that in my brain the rest of the show. I'll try to focus though and uh, <laughs> deliver a good decision.
1: Cows are mean and nasty, and I kind of get it. Like, humans do some bad things to them. I don't know if you know that. So I get why they kind of are, like, you know, innocent, at least when you watch them, and then you turn your back, and they just, you know, they take you out. It's crazy. All right, Race to Canis, let's get this battle started. Go ahead and hit us with your point number one.
2: Point number one for Chainsaw Man. Now look at he's a crazy, crazy fighter. He's hyper-aggressive when he needs to be. As Denji in his quote-unquote human form, he tends to just wield a hatchet. Some call it a tomahawk. It looks like a hatchet to me. That's fine. And he tends to be a little bit more calculating, you know, tracking down the devils, you know, hitting them when they're not looking. And we've seen him, just in his human form, cut a fiend basically in half. He's cut off his head uh, with no problem whatsoever. But this character and where he truly shines is that he's very adept with using a chainsaw. Boy, that's good news for him. Because when he originally met Pochita, he was essentially a cute little fat puppy dog with a chainsaw coming out of his head and a little like set of handles on him. So they made fast friends right away, even though this is supposedly like an evil demonic monster. It's a cute little puppy dog and you won't convince me otherwise. And he was able to grab it and get work as both a lumberjack cutting down trees with the little puppy dog, as well as use him in battle to kill these uh, devils, demons, devils. That's what they call them out in this world of Chainsaw Man. Now as he turns into Chainsaw Man, which he does by uh, pulling on the chain that's coming out of his chest. He pulls on the chain and then could all of a sudden turn into this hybrid devil, half human, half devil form with a chainsaw on his head, two coming out of his arms. When he's Chainsaw Man, all of that caution gets thrown to the breeze. Chainsaw Man throws himself into battle and cannot be stopped. He has an insatiable lust for blood and he loves to kill his opponents and do so mercilessly. There is no holding back when he is the Chainsaw Man. He also has enhanced physical capabilities. Deadpool, as great as he is, has the healing factor, but you know, which means he's durable, but doesn't really have that super strength, you know? That super uh, quickness, that super agility, super speed that maybe some of these other characters would have. Well, Chainsaw Man got an entire car with a person in it thrown at him by one of these giant devils he was facing he was able to grab the car and then throw it back at the devil cracking him with it at which point the devil got mad changed its form a little bit destroyed the building behind chainsaw man dropping the building on his head and at the end of the and at the end of it chainsaw man was just standing on the rubble saying how pissed off he was that he was even here in the first place and as denji He has what could only be described as a groin-based offense. He said that the only place I attack on a man is his nether parts. And so multiple scenes in the movie are just him dodging, weaving, and taking what could only be described as nutshots as his opponent in rapid succession, only focusing one area of the body. Now, I understand that Deadpool is durable, but a man can only take so much is all I'm going to say. In fact, he did this, I believe, to a reverted form of katana man later on. He's also very fast. He was drawn on by two thugs with guns who were told to keep their guns on him, and he was able to move towards them so quickly and take both of them out, take both of them down, that those shots did not get fired in that exchange. He could also make chainsaws appear from other places, not just his arms. He's done it from his legs as well when he needs to in battle. And he's had some pretty good training when he joined this government agency. He had a longtime veteran devil hunter named Kishibi uh, who trained him. Uh, and it was very violent. I'm sure James will tell you more about that later. And the last thing is, is uh, endurance. Deadpool, I'm sure he has some endurance. But in a battle against something called the Eternity Devil... As Chainsaw Man, he fought the Eternity Devil while trapped in time for a solid three days straight and fought him and mauled him and killed him and destroyed this devil over and over and over again until finally the pain was so much the Eternity Devil said, I quit. That is a lot to deal with. I know Deadpool's got some stuff going on, but this is a great starting point for why Chainsaw Man will win this fight. And that's my point number
1: one. this is really interesting i like your first uh point that you emphasized in this for your point number one is that chainsaw man uh hear me out is known uh for using chainsaws it's crazy that might be the most brilliant point you've ever made on the who would win show I, i got that it's duly noted all right now the other thing that's interesting about chainsaw man is that he's actually got to uh activate his power if you will by pulling on that that cord coming out of his chest the powers aren't automatic Right? That's interesting to me. So that's just something that may come up later on. Deadpool does have super strength and super physicals, by the way. I'll mention that more in my points. And if you hit Deadpool in what I'll call the no-no danger zone, Deadpool is just going to like it because he's Deadpool, he's crazy, and he likes that kind of stuff. So, uh yeah, keep hitting him there. And Deadpool's like, go on. So let me get to my point number one for Deadpool. Let's talk about his powers. Now, he's got one of the top healing factors in all of comic books. This has been talked about a million times. His healing factor is one of the reasons why he's kind of so carefree when he's under fire and fighting someone. He can regenerate cells. Let's see, any type of tissue damage is not a problem. He can regenerate limbs. His healing abilities are so strong that Deadpool is able to regrow his head after the Punisher shot him and, I guess, removed it. He even completely regenerated in seconds from being completely disintegrated by Thanos another time he regenerated in seconds from being at ground zero in a nuclear blast both times again coming back fully back to life looking more or less you know unharmed the only thing being damaged really is his costume but other than that he's kind of fine uh, let's see. He also, my favorite part, he gets torn apart and reconnects his two halves a moment later. Really. He literally gets torn in half and he's just like, nope. And just gets reattached. And he puts both halves back together and he's good to go. How is Chainsaw not even going to deal with, with that and keep uh, Deadpool down? Now, uh, he's got enhanced superhuman physicals. Look, he does. He's got superhuman strength, super agility, super reflexes, super speed. He's able to perform these crazy feats, such as jumping two stories in the air. Uh, one time while we'll dressed up as Spider-Man, he was able to use Spider-Man's webs his ropes and he attaches the ropes to the helicopter, webs his feet to the top of the building and pulls the helicopter out of its flight projector and starts whipping around and then throws it into the mouth and head area of this giant Kaiju sized mouse, thereby defeating it. It's a Deadpool story. What can I tell you? But it's canon. Uh, To marvel universe he survived falls from great heights he's tanked explosions and attacks from super powerful beings getting punched by the hulk sucks but he's fine really shortly thereafter oh but there's more by the way deadpool's is actually super fast he's fast enough to sidestep any blow or bullet that comes his way even from close range he's fast enough to cut a bullet in half with a sword that was shot at him at close range and because uh deadpool's human training remember he's a mercenary of the top degree Made him a badass even before Weapon X. Deadpool's agility is superior to that. It's a Marvel fact to that of Captain America. And it's considered to be somewhat on par with Spider-Man's. Now, I actually think it's not as good as Spider-Man's, but it's definitely in the same Neighborhood, as your friendly experiment I had to say it. He also has super stamina. Rate right your point. Sure, uh, Denji, his Chainsaw Man, fought for three days straight. That is something that uh, Deadpool can do as well, because the fatigue poisons just don't affect his body. Have him tell me, hey, you got to fight for a week nonstop, and he's like, cool, done, not a problem. So he actually is superior in that way. What else you may ask? Well, Deadpool is actually immortal, as in he can't die. He's evidently immune to every form of disease, those toxins, poisons. Nothing's going to hurt him. Deadpool was cursed with immortality by Thanos because, again... Thanos felt threatened of Lady Death's relationship with Deadpool, so he didn't want Deadpool to die to get with Lady Death. It's a whole soap opera thing. Anyway, he's now immortal. Let's see. He's also resistant to telepathic attacks. His mind is so chaotic that telepaths like Emma Frost can't even get into his head. And if anyone does, they get hurt in the process of trying to figure him out. And my favorite power of Deadpool is his fourth wall awareness. Evidently, Deadpool is fully aware that he's a fictional character. He's able to interact with comic book readers, breaking the fourth wall. He often addresses the readers directly, by the way. Uh, There's an issue called Deadpool, the circle chase, I think that's what it was called. Deadpool breaks the fourth wall to explain <laughs> to the readers that he is in a comic book and fully aware that he's in a comic book. Listen, we you got fourth wall awareness where you can do all this, this, those healing factors beyond anything Chainsaw Man has ever seen. Never mind everything else, this is a crazy opponent for Chainsaw Man. That's why Deadpool is winning this fight, and that is my point number one.
2: Uh, Super interesting. Look, I've repped Deadpool on this show before, so I have a pretty good idea of what he can do. And I also understand some of his limitations. You know, you talk about, oh, he was vaporized and then came back a short time later. That's not generally how it works, though. That's not generally how he's written. If you cut off his limbs, if you cut off his head, he tends to stay down for at least the two minutes necessary, especially when you have a character like Chainsaw Man who doesn't stop hacking until the Thing stops moving so you could talk about the regeneration but it's like I see him getting his head cut off and then as soon as it starts moving he gets his head you know Cut in his head gets cut in half. And then if those pieces start moving, those get cut in half. And I can keep that going for a full two minutes to win a who would win match. And the strength factor, I I wanna come back to it again because this is key, is that we've got some demonic strength going on. It Grabbed a car that was thrown at me and I threw it back at this monster. Deadpool doesn't have that kind of strength. So when it comes to pure like grappling ability, if the two actually get in close combat, which I assume they will, the strength factor will be something to look out for as far as like uh, holds and uh, uh, arm bars and such go.
1: So you're saying Chainsaw Man is going to be doing some jujitsu with the uh, chainsaws coming out of his forearms and of his head. He'll be doing a rear naked choke. and.
2: I'm saying he's going to grab him and then use his head to cut him straight in
1: half. He's That's done fair. that plenty of times to people. Gotcha. All right. Good points. I think both of them read myself in this one. James Enstall. The, I'm the other James. This is the James. James, you've heard one point from both Ray and myself. Where's your head at so far with this battle?
3: I went into this not knowing as much about Chainsaw Man as I do about Deadpool. I didn't know if that would be a detriment or a help for Ray. Um, but he's made some great points. And honestly, so I started taking notes uh, for those who, who the video. I've got a notepad because I was like, okay, i want to make sure I keep track of all this. I think right now... I'd say you guys are still even because the stuff that Ray said made a lot of sense. James countered a lot of those points and said Deadpool's kind of neck and neck in some of those. I think you guys are in a dead heat right now.
1: Interesting. Interesting. I got to tell you, when when this whole battle was suggested, and I think Ray was the person who brought up Chainsaw Man to the production team. It was actually a brilliant suggestion. And then we brought in Deadpool. I'm like, you know what? There's so much... In common, even though these characters are so freakishly different, I'm not surprised we're neck and neck after point number one, but let's see what happens at this point. So, Ray, go ahead and hit us with point number two. Point number two for
2: Chainsaw Man. I want to talk about that durability because he is a hybrid half devil, half human, which means that if much like Deadpool, he also cannot be killed. He will regenerate everything back. You know, when he was poor, I said before, he sold some of his organs, his eye, his kidney, other parts Once he made this deal with Pochita, he actually regrew all that stuff back. He now has two eyes. He now has his full working kidneys. One could assume all other parts and organs have been returned to him. So keep that in mind. He has a supreme level of durability. He can take massive amounts of damage and also cannot be killed, short of essentially removing the demon heart from his body and completely destroying it which I just don't see happening in this battle. Look, this is a guy who's been shot repeatedly, he's been run through with swords and other things, he's been straight up cut in half at a certain point, and he always is able to come back. He's able to drink blood in order to regenerate himself faster, and that's very important. In that one battle against the Eternity Devil, one of the reasons why he could keep going is because he could keep spilling blood, (laughs) which he could then immediately drink which allowed him to just stay regenerating and stay powerful the entire length of the battle. And it didn't matter how long it went. He could just keep on going. And in fact, turning into a human again from chainsaw man form seems to just shrug off and melt away all of those like chainsaw things coming out of his head. You would think there'd be like a giant gash or something on his face from where the chainsaw came out, but it just sort of melts away and he's fine. So it's entirely possible that turning back into human form would, it would shrug off a lot of this damage that potentially Deadpool could do. This is a guy who had his arm cut off and eaten by a devil. And it didn't even matter. It hurt him, but he, and this was when he was in human form, and he went ahead and just started fighting that devil anyway. He did not care, and he was putting a solid whooping on it when there was some outside interference in that battle. And this is another thing, emotionally. Wade Wilson is a funny character, but there's love in his heart at the end of the day. He loves to have a good time, but he has loved ones. He has, you know, quote-unquote family members. He works well as part of a team. Whereas Chainsaw Man literally had his heart replaced by a devil puppy, which means that he has very little empathy for the people and the world around him. He's lost team members before, and they said, "Aren't you are you upset that you that these team members were killed?" And he's like, "No. <laughs> I truly feel nothing at all. I understand that they are dead." and I just, it just doesn't uh, affect me emotionally in any way. And if you have one character that has some emotion and the other that is a stone cold killer, I'm gonna go with the psychopath in this particular example as somebody that I'm going to side with. So at the end of the day, Deadpool does have a healing factor. I would push back a lot on the idea that he can just poof back with really no problem at all. He's not typically written that way. He can take a lot of damage and will shake it off in time, It's not the same version, but you've seen what happens in the movies. Remember that when he had those, what is it? The baby arms at one point, that's just a thing that could happen. And they don't come back right away. So in the same way,
1: I think that their healing factors are roughly even quite honestly. And that's my point. Number two. All right. All right. This is, this is interesting. You're trying to use the intoxicating mind fog on two, not just one James, but two Jameses. That's just not going to work. Let me push back on a lot of this. Now, first of all, a Chainsaw Man can be hurt badly and shows a lot of damage. You know, he when he starts losing blood, when he starts moving, he starts using up that blood as an energy source. So he's got to replenish that blood, not just to heal himself from injuries, but also just to get that energy back. But here's the problem, to Canis It's not just regular blood he needs. He needs devil blood. He has to drink devil blood to replenish what he has lost or if he's hurt or what have you. That's what he needs. In this battle, he's the only devil around. It's devil versus Deadpool. Deadpool's blood's not going to cut it. It's not going to help uh, Denji in this battle as Chainsaw Man. Also, Chainsaw Man does care about the innocent. There's this great battle between Chainsaw Man and this opponent has Katana Man, who instead of Chainsaws has Katanas coming out of him. And at one point, they're in this like subway car and there's this uh, young woman who's right beside Chainsaw Man who's kind of caught in the battle. And Chainsaw Man's like, look, you get out. Like kind his almost insulted. He's like, Get out of here! And sacrifices, I think, one or two of his arms in order to put himself in the way of Katana Man, so this young woman, an innocent, can get out of the train car. Really cool move. But he does care about innocent people. uh, You know, and isn't just cold and heartless. Uh, On top of all of that, when he turns back into a human, you know, the chainsaws retract. All that he gets less Chainsaw Man-ish. He does still show all the wear and tear and the the pain, the damage that he got as Chainsaw Man. So I'm gonna have to push back on all this kind of stuff. He he can take shots and all that. That's great. But man, he gets absolutely screwed up physically in the process. But let me get to my point number two. Let's discuss Deadpool, Deadpool's overall What's the right term? Badassery. So what makes Deadpool so deadly? Well, he's got a great sense of humor. He can easily throw people off their game. Look, for those who know me, I talk a lot when I'm sparring. It's just a thing I do. Why? Because that gets my opponents absolutely distracted. It frustrates them. They get pissed off. They lose their focus, which creates a lot of openings for me. That's what I do. That's my thing, especially when I'm against someone who's maybe bigger, faster, more skilled, the odd time. I'll throw in the mental game, I'll totally throw them out. Deadpool does that at an even higher level than I think I can do it, which is great. And he's going to blabber on. He's made people completely, completely lose their minds and open themselves to getting lost. And that's something that's really important here because Chainsaw Man is a, a mental case. He's crazy, just like what Ray said, but he also reacts to people talking trash back to him or saying things to him, and that can make him lose his mind, create openings, what have you. Now, uh, I think it was Domino that said that Deadpool's most lethal weapon is his mouth, and I gotta agree 100%. is also a master tactician. That's why he can create these openings and take advantage of them. He comes up with amazing strategies on the spot all the time in battles. Speaking of weapons, Deadpool has a ton of weapons and objects on him at all times. Remember, he's got that cool belt. He's got satchels for ammo, the whole thing. Let's see, most often Deadpool uses uh, multiple types of guns, uh, regular firearms, machine guns. He's got grenades, two katana swords, size knives. He's got concussive grenades, taser wires, constructing bullets. He's a master at using all of them. Remember, this guy's armed to the teeth, and he's a former mercenary who now has superpowers. He's also a master marksman. In fact, his marksmanship is considered to be superhuman because he can put all of that crazy cool stuff he can do power wise into his marksmanship. One time, he was able to fire and hit his targets with his gun while flying a plane super high in the air and talking on the phone. This is just someone who can casually hit targets very deadly. I love this guy. Now, he's a master of stealth. This is actually really cool. He snuck up on opponents. He stayed hidden from them. He can be in front of you and kind of disappear. This is someone that th- uses stealth in a very underrated way, which will definitely come into this, where there's going to be a lot of destruction. Deadpool's going to be able to sneak out of sight and do what he does. He's a master of combat. He's mastered quite a few different martial arts styles. He's the world's best practitioner of Kenjutsu in the comic book Deadpool Secret Invasion. Deadpool took on an army of Skrulls. You know, Marvel's alien race of shapeshifters who can make chainsaws and other objects out of them and, you know, turn into whatever they can. And Deadpool defeats them all. He used a combination of his weapons and his martial arts and fighting skills and just absolutely wrecked them all. Here's a cool thing. He's also able to analyze an opponent and see their weaknesses. There was this character he was fighting named Shatterstar. And Deadpool analyzed him, saw 35 different weaknesses in his fighting game in a super short time. And then he used all those weaknesses to beat Shatterstar, someone who's you know, very powerful and a great fighter as well. Deadpool also has a small and compact set of teleporters on him. He knows how to use them in fights. He's teleported behind his opponents, above them, away from them in order to avoid getting hit by their attacks. And my personal favorite, he's actually teleported directly into his opponents because that's gross. That's what he does. Uh, let's see, you know, as gross as that is, remember, he's got that healing factor. If he's split apart or kind of in the insidey places, he'll just heal up with inside that person's body and walk out of them, leaving them all kind of screwed up. He also has a holographic image inducer. That's pretty cool. There's one more thing. He's got his two katanas. Now, there's one more power that Deadpool has. Evidently, he can project energy into his katanas, and that energy turns the katanas into pretty much indestructible swords that can cut through almost anything, literally anything. In one issue, Wolverine's taking on Deadpool. Deadpool puts that energy through the swords, and... Wolverine's claws couldn't do anything to the swords, yet the swords were able to cut through a whole bunch of other stuff. It's almost like I think adamantium is the only thing that can't, you know, can't be broken by the swords, but he also can't break the swords. These are insane. Look, Chainsaw Man's bringing some powerful chainsaws to the battle. Deadpool is bringing a whole array of other weapons with crazy ways to use them. That's why he's got the advantage. That's my point number two.
2: I seem to be missing the part here where chainsaws aren't gonna do terrible things to Deadpool that are gonna have long-lasting consequences. I mean, you can shake that off as much as you want to. Let's talk about this. He could teleport into a character who's known for a a series of body horror. I just don't know that that's really, it's gonna be horrific and maybe that would even be something that happens, but I don't see that being a killing blow. If anything, that would trap Deadpool inside a a devil and allow him to do his work a lot easier. And Deadpool's big asset is his talking. That is 100% and I agree with you there. There are a lot of silver-tongued devils that have had to deal with making offers to Chainsaw Man, oh, I'll give you this power, I'll trying to throw him off his game, and none of it works. He just tears them all to pieces, he shakes it off, and let's talk about some of the characters that have defeated Deadpool. Cable. Cable defeated him in the Civil War storyline when Deadpool tried to shoot tranquilizers at him. He just reflected all the tranquilizers back on Deadpool and knocked him out. You say all these poisons and stuff won't work. Well, in the actual Civil War storyline that you know, of your character, he got defeated by a whole bunch of tranks from his friend Cable. And another one, uh, Black Panther, threw him out of a window and with a, uh, he hit the ground, was covered in broken glass, and he just said, I don't want this. And he just left on his own. If Deadpool is losing a fight, he often has something else to be worried about, doesn't want to take any more
1: beating. Interesting counter, interesting counter. All right, we are at the turning point. We're After hearing two points from Ray and myself, James tells us who is ahead and what the other side has to, has to do to win. But before we get to what James has to say, let's celebrate the Hoodwin Patron of the Week, shall we? Every week we choose one of our amazing members the Hoodwin Show's Patreon community and put them in a battle. Ray, which patron do we have today?
2: Today we are going back to uh, one of our uh, most prolific patrons. We're going to go back to Joe Leal.
1: Joe Leal, one of the OGs of the Patreon. Let's talk about Joe. Joe is amazing. He's powerful, highly logical. Let's have him go up against something a little crazy, because that's what we got for today's theme of the show. Let's have him go up against Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn is rough, because she does
2: have all those enhancements that we know about, so she has superior physical abilities. But Joe Leal knows this, and one thing that Joe Leal has is kind of a secret weapon we'll get to in just a moment. So Harley Quinn is going to see him right there. And she's going to say, oh, hey, sugar. I don't know. How does Harley Quinn talk? I'm going to come get you. And he's like, I I dare you to try, Harley Quinn. I don't see this going well for you. You obviously don't know about... Joe Leal over here. So Harley Quinn's going to take out her giant oversized hammer. She's going to throw a couple of smoke grenades. She's going to dance around him in the smoke where he can't see. He'll be coughing a little bit because, you know, it's going to be affecting him a little bit. And she's going to sneak up behind him, take that giant oversized mallet and try to bring it down on the back of his head. And the second that it makes contact, he's going to, it's going to stop and it's not going to affect him. He's going to turn to her and go, you didn't know Joe Leal. Is immune to hammers and then the hammer is going to explode upon impact impaling harley quinn with pieces of hammer she's down for two minutes that's a win for
1: joe leal i mean this makes all complete sense by the way it you know with your impression of uh, harley quinn it was like she was here it was i i I have that effect sometimes yeah it's absolutely crazy (laughs) All right. Congratulations, Joe. Well, remember, you two can become a celebrated patron of the week. I didn't know Harley Quinn was Southern. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash show and sign up, and you may be featured in an upcoming episode of Who Would Win. Now, back to the turning point. James, you've had a moment to ponder two points from both Ray and myself. Who do you think is ahead, and what does the other side have to do to pull out the victory?
3: This is, you know, I've heard you guys do these who would win battles. Like I said, I'm a fan. I've heard you guys represent anywhere from Nightwing to Captain Kirk, Star Destroyers. I've heard you guys do it all. This, I'm not sure if it's just the nervousness of being the judge for the first time, but this has to be one of the most even matches I've ever heard the two of you do. You're counterpointing and pointing each other with just like boxers in a ring. I have to, though, give a little bit of an edge at this point to Deadpool just because of the vast variety of weapons. Like you mentioned, like all the other stuff Ray's kind of addressed, but there's the marksmanship, the stealth, the just plethora of weapons that he can unleash. And that's the only thing that at this point is giving a slight aim or edge to Deadpool. I'd say if Ray wants to turn it around, I need a heavy, hard point that James cannot refute for Deadpool.
1: Ooh, this is interesting. It's Team James all the way, but I get what you're saying. Uh, I'm a little nervous, to be quite frank, because uh, Ray watched the entire series, and when he told the t- the production team that he watched it, he was giddy. Like, he was giddy. It's like he saw something that just appealed to his inner child, as, as, as sick and twisted as that is. So, with that being said, Ray, what do you have for your point number three?
2: Point number three for Chainsaw Man. Let's talk a little bit about how this battle would go and some of the big moments of Chainsaw Man. And let's start by talking about devils, because maybe I haven't talked about this enough. Devils essentially take an object and they kind of manifest in physical form uh, a terror of that object. So we're dealing with a lot of Miyazaki, like spirited away kind of horror monstrosities. Some of the characters he's fought, you know, a giant bat devil, a a gun devil is sort of the big bad of season one. And he's fought like a tomato devil. So they take regular objects and items, you know, the eternity devil, and it sort of turns it into this misshapen, terrible form. So when it comes to different kinds of opponents, I would push back hard because these devils are completely different. They're all gigantic, powerful, ridiculous monsters that will always hit you in ways you were not expecting. And he's able to overcome them time and time again. Again, then we talk about motivations. He has simple motivations uh, that's to eat well and meet girls. That's really all he's interested in. And I would find when you have two characters, one that's a little deranged, one that has a lot of crazy things going on in their head and a guy who's much more simple, the simple guy is going to be a lot calmer in battle because one thing that Deadpool has a problem with in many of his battles is he gets distracted. He's gotten distracted before because a a beautiful woman has shown up. He's gotten distracted before because he gets in his own head about fourth wall breaking kind of stuff. He lost a Squirrel Girl because he just didn't understand, like, what her deal was. And he was spending so much time worrying about that that she just overpowered and overcame him right there, and he lost that fight. But let's talk about some of the big wins because Chainsaw Man fought uh, a whole basement of Yakuza zombies run by the zombie devil who thought, you know, no problem, I'm going to take this guy out, you know, he's getting too close to, to me. And instead, he was able to have the super strength to throw off an entire pile of zombies, you know, Hulk Hogan style at the Royal Rumble. And at which point the zombie devil got freaked out. He started grabbing zombies and throwing at him in desperation. And he just kept chainsawing body after body in half. And then eventually cut the zombie devil, who's like 30 feet tall, cut him in half as well. He's been able to kill a whole bunch of Yakuza. The people that held his debts, well, he got him. The Bat Devil is, again, a gigantic bat monster. He was able to grab onto his leg as he flew away and then cut off his arm in midair. Fantastic. So I don't think any kind of armor or anything like that that Deadpool's gonna have is gonna be any protection against something that can cut through powerful devils. At one point, uh, he had a huge concrete slab thrown at him by the Bat Devil in that battle, and he just as easily as putting mayo on a sandwich, slapped it aside and cut it in half so it didn't even hurt him at all, and then gutted the Bat Devil and made his innards fill the streets. At which point, Bat Devil's girlfriend, the Leech Devil, who's like made of like giant worms, basically, uh, came after him, and even though he was depowered, he turned back into his human form, he was still able to jump like 30, 40 feet in the air and deliver punches and slashes to this character, which absolutely allowed him to keep fighting. Now, outside interference happens. We don't know exactly what would have happened, but he's hanging with these gigantic monsters, even at his basest form. And he uses deception. You know, you wouldn't think a character like this would be uh, full of deception, but spoiler alert, he fights a character named Katana man who is similar to him, but he has giant swords instead of chainsaws coming out of those same parts. At which point Katana man is doing a super speed attack on him, which essentially means he's going through him and he cuts off one arm, cuts off both arms and then he says, I still got you. I can still fight. So he prepares the super speed move a third time, at which point they go past each other. The chainsaw on his head breaks, but that was okay because unbeknownst to Katana man, he'd created a chainsaw on his leg and split him right into defeating Katana man. And this is the entire point. When you got characters against Deadpool like Moon Knight, Moon Knight fought him in a house of mirrors, destroyed all the mirrors, and just used a sword to cut up Deadpool and win that fight. That will work against Deadpool, which means chainsaw attacks from a powered up strong devil will work as well. The Punisher in Marvel Zombies killed Deadpool as a running joke because of his healing factor and kept shooting him in the head to kill him over and over again to the point of it being hilarious. And my favorite example is the Incredible Hulk. Super, super strong character, right? Well, he smashed Deadpool into pieces, you know, removed his head, did the whole thing. And when he started to regenerate, it made Hulk mad. So he just kept smashing the pieces even harder over and over and over again. And that's the point. Chainsaw Man is going to cut Deadpool into a whole lot of pieces because Deadpool is prone for distraction and prone to losing battles. And not when he starts to regenerate, Mm Mm-mm. Chainsaw Man is not playing that game. He's going to keep him down for the two minutes needed to win a Who Would Win fight. And that's my point number three.
1: To quote one of the members of the Who Would Win team, that is nonsense, to Stekanis. All right, first of all, let's bring up Squirrel Girl. He lost to Squirrel Girl. Yeah, I'll admit that. You know who else lost to Squirrel Girl? Let me just read the list. Let's see. Dr. Doom, Thanos, and Galactus. You think Katana Man? I'm sorry. You think Chainsaw Man's gonna last a second against Squirrel Girl? Not a chance. Just putting that out there. Now, Zombie Devils. Yeah, that's kind of cool. You know, you know what's better than an army of Zombie Devils? Let's see, an army of Skrulls, shapeshifters who can turn to anything and do whatever they want with their body. You know, it's just crazy. And that's who Deadpool beat. Put them together. Beating an army of scrolls way more impressive. Let's see. Chainsaw Mike gets hurt. He gets hurt a lot. And guess what? He stays hurt. Unless, again, I've already mentioned this, unless he has devil blood he can consume. And in this battle, he's going to get hurt and cut up quite a bit. And he won't have devil blood to heal himself or regain his power or power up. He's getting cut. He's getting messed up. It's going to happen a lot in this battle. Leech Devil actually beat chainsaw man had him beat and then outside appearance came in more on that later. And the way that Katana man lost in a really cool way to chainsaw man, where he got split in half and kind of falls apart. I already mentioned this, this happened to Deadpool where he got cut in half and he just literally pushed himself back together and he reformed and he's good to go within seconds. Look, you say sometimes it takes him longer, same, same as you don't. At this point, you're also saying Katana man's at his peak. Look, we're talking about two peak characters, peak chainsaw man, peak Deadpool in a battle and now, let me get to my point number three where all this is going to get clear. Let's talk about, from my point number three, let's talk about some big wins of Deadpool and some of Chainsaw Man's weaknesses. i got to reiterate these. So, of course, you know, Ray, you, you mentioned this a lot of stuff with Deadpool. Deadpool has beaten the Punisher. He beat Doctor Strange. He beat Wolverine twice. He beat an evil clone of Steve Rogers with the same powers and combat ability as the real Captain America. Pretty cool. He's even beaten... Deadpool's even beaten Deadpool. Deadpool from another dimension. Deadpool had to take out Deadpool, and then another Deadpool came in, so he teamed up with another Deadpool to beat the original Deadpool from the alternate dimension. But one-on-one, Deadpool beat Deadpool from the other dimension. That's all I got to say about that. Look, he beat uh, Goliath, the hero to a giant, the god Hercules, Power, you know, God of power pretty much, and Daredevil all at the same time. If you have a win over Goliath, Hercules, and Daredevil all at the same time, that is insanely impressive. That's not easy to do. Just as Ray mentioned in a previous episode of the Who Would Win show, Deadpool also defeated the entire Marvel Universe, I believe, twice that is insanely powerful that is a great accomplishment when you can beat the marvel universe not once but twice you're good to go but the battle i think that really shows that he's got a lot to bring and a lot to take on a character like katana who's sorry chainsaw man who's awesome by the way is when he took on carnage and then beat Carnage, that's right, he beat Carnage Carnage is that symbiote with that uh, psychopath, uh, Cassidy who can, you know, he'll turn his body into knives, anything he wants a pen, I mean, this is someone who can duplicate Chainsaw Man's powers, and is probably even more powerful than Chainsaw Man just putting that out there, and Deadpool has a win over him, now, let's talk about uh, Chainsaw Chainsaw Man's weaknesses, I mention this again he gets cut up a lot, this guy gets messed up, which is why I love him but he gets messed up, and he's not recovering in fact, during the whole anime series, I saw bits and pieces of it, he says, unless I get blood, I'm not gonna be doing so well. And luckily he does in certain instances, and that powers him up and heals him, but without that devil blood, which he will not have access to in this battle, Every time he gets hit, every time he starts bleeding out, he gets weaker and weaker and weaker with less powerful chainsaws. They'll retract on his body. He'll become more human. That's what's going to happen in this battle. All the time, too. Chainsaw Man, I believe, has died quite a few times in the anime, at least in the manga as well. But in the anime, he comes back to life, but it takes way more than two minutes to come back. So he has died against Leech Devil. Leech Devil actually took him out impaled him through the body with her tongue so he's just hanging there limp about like almost lifeless and he's like yeah i lost he did do some damage which was cool but he had lost completely he was she was about to eat him until outside interference saved him which was really cool but again he lost to devil girl now the real thing here is the chainsaws also on chainsaw man can get broken you know, this is something that was really interesting. Against Katana Man, he actually broke some of the chainsaw off of him. Now, chainsaw Man used that to get the win. But this is something that's going to happen. Remember, Deadpool can power up his swords, and all of a sudden they can cut through anything, and they're impervious to almost anything as well. That is cutting through devil Form chainsaws, because they've all been broken once. Deadpool's going to do it. So here's how this fight's going to go. They're going to face off. Deadpool states that he's so excited to finally fight Justin Bieber. That's what he thinks Chainsaw Man looks like. The crazy starts right away. Both are trash-talking each other, but it's Deadpool who's making the least amount of sense and being really annoying, which drives Denji insane. Look, the fight's gonna be going back and forth. They're gonna be doing damage, cutting each other, the whole thing. Denji's gonna be getting cut, but then keep coming back for it because he's crazy, and that's what he's gonna do. And Deadpool's gonna get cut and messed up, and then he's gonna heal. As the fight goes on, Chainsaw Man is going to be trying everything he can. He'll be digging deep to keep coming back, but he won't have that access to that devil blood he needs to heal and to power up again. Whereas all of a sudden, the stamina, super stamina, of Deadpool, his weapons, his swords, everything he can do, his teleportation, he is messing up Katana Man more and more and finally cutting through those chainsaws because that's what he do. And that's just one way Deadpool can absolutely wreck. An amazing character like Chainsaw Man. Listen, put all that together and you can see why. Chainsaw Man's losing, Deadpool's winning. That is my point number three.
2: James, much like light beer, I'm just not having it. This, you're bringing up a whole lot of different things here. Now, we, we don't actually know that the leech devil was going to kill him. Yes, he was impaled by her tongue, but that's not necessarily the worst position he was in in that entire battle, and he was able to keep on fighting. We frankly don't know how that battle would have ended, because outside interference came. His teammate didn't believe he was going to win, but that doesn't mean he wasn't going to win or find a way, We'll just plain never know. So stop right there. And you talk about Deadpool kills the Marvel universe as if when I used that same argument in a battle on the other side, you immediately said, well, Ray, that's not canon. That stuff's not canon. That's not real for the character. Yet here you are, Shady James, using all those same arguments again when you're on the other side. Have some dignity, James. Shameful. So anything that happened in that whole uh, Deadpool kills the Marvel universe, Much as James has said previously, you really shouldn't put a lot of stock into it. The big thing I want to talk about, besides the fact that all of these lower level characters all have wins over Deadpool, you know, the Moon Knights, the Punishers, uh, you know, Cable beat him for gosh sakes, Uh, Black Widow has defeated him before. Like these are things that have just happened and he's been down for two minutes and it's been just fine. But the big thing that separates these two is that strength factor. And the fact that if we get into a situation where we're actually physically in contact with each other, one character, Chainsaw Man, is physically much stronger than Deadpool and can absolutely incapacitate him while he's cutting him up with his head chainsaw repeatedly and keep him down on the ground for two minutes to win this battle.
1: Uh, you know, it's interesting. That is definitely a factor. Luckily, Deadpool is faced off against much stronger people before. But with all that being said. We've got to get to the point, the the decision of this battle. James, you've heard three points from both Ray and myself. It's time for you to make a decision. Take us through your process. Tell us the story, if you will, and reveal who you think wins this battle between Deadpool and Chainsaw Man.
3: Okay, before I get into what I'm thinking, may I ask a question? Sure. So, am I to understand... That in order to replenish himself, he has to drink, Chainsaw Man has to drink devil blood. He can't just drink any blood to replenish. It's got to be devil blood specifically? Correct. The thing is, he typically is fighting
2: devils or devil-associated characters because he has, you know, defeated... He has... He has drank the blood of non-devils before, but they are full of d- devil energy, so it's not it's I don't know 100% but it's not for sure,
1: but maybe. It's devil related helps. blood, let me put it that way. And that's something yeah, he would need. There
2: are fiends, uh, devils who have taken over the body and with of humans, and he can drink that too. So it's not exactly it's which is not a, for sure, which is devil blood. but it's definitely got to be devil related, yeah.
3: Okay. All right, so again, I'm I'm awed by how even this battle has been it's just like punch and counter punch it's like watching batman fight captain america i mean this has been a really close battle and i've taken Copious notes to try to keep up and and rail make a point. I'm like, oh, okay, well, he's got the bloodlust and the super strength. James comes back and counter. You know, he's got the healing factor of a nuclear explosion, and he's you know can cut bolts in half. You know, we've got all the stuff you've gone back and forth about. You guys have made such great points, but honestly, if I'm picturing this battle in my mind, I can see Wade starting with his concussion grenades, and he's pulling out his guns and shooting at Chainsaw Man. But I think when it finally comes down to the grapple, the point Ray has made that's sticking with me is that he's got that super enhanced strength. And knowing Deadpool from the comic books, he doesn't have the strength to go toe-to-toe in a straight-on grappling match with someone like Hercules or Hulk, even though they fought because of that one point. That's what I asked for originally when we talked at the turning point. I said, I need something for Ray to deliver and Ray hit on the fighting the devils and the super strength. So the strength was a major factor for me, but the fact that James addressed the fact that he has fought Hulk, he has fought Hercules and some top tier Marvel strength characters. I think it kind of negates that. And I think with you guys going back and forth between who Deadpool lost to and who Deadpool won to, I think overall, The weapons just give that little bit of an advantage, so I'm going to have to go with Deadpool on this. Team James. Oh, come on.
1: Unbelievable. This one had me on edge. Unbelievable. So okay this was crazy Chainsaw Man I remember the, the the came up in the discussion I'm like what the heck is a Chainsaw Man and I saw it and I had some time today to do some research and I'm like oh my god this guy's insanely powerful this was I was very worried throughout all of this Ray you had me on the ropes this really could have gone either way and you did a great job with your battle I am relieved for a number of reasons number one I didn't want Ray getting four wins in a row this early in season five that's ridiculous I'd have to like give up my hosting position for the Who Would Win Show no one wants that by the way, but uh, Ray's been having me on the ropes all season. All right, Ray, I hate to do this. Congratulations on a really well debated battle. Tell the Legion of audience how you feel. I feel like if this
2: battle was fought 11 times, that chainsaw man would win 11 times, but that doesn't stop the fact that I feel deep in my heart, that my arguments were strong and that I won this battle. When push came to shove, we just had a judge who didn't agree which means that the judge is obviously wrong. Hashtag Ray is right. Hashtag Ray was robbed, folks at home. You heard both arguments right here. You heard my superior strength argument that Deadpool has no answer for that unfortunately did not work on our judge today, but I think it worked on you. And I think you're going to be hitting Twitter and the Facebooks and the gram grams and the Slack chats. What are we talking about anymore? You're going to be putting hashtag Ray was robbed on tweets and posts that have nothing to do with the who would win show at all. That's how angry that you at home should be that Ray did not pull four in a row in the first five matchups of season five.
1: You know where I think the real issue is? It's with the character. Chainsaw Man is amazing. By the way, I highly recommend everyone watch it. I'm going to be watching the full thing as well. The reality is if he didn't have that weakness where he needed to replenish his his energy and power with more devil blood. If that wasn't a thing, if he could just keep it and pull like a Goku and just kind of like willpower himself to a stronger thing when he's on the ropes, I think he's got this win no problem. I really do. But the fact, the longer this fight goes, the weaker he gets with no way to replenish his strength. His super strength dies after getting a few cuts. That's how it goes. That's how Deadpool wins this. By the way, with all that being said, James Enstall, as a first-time judge on the Who Would Win Show, you... Killed it. You absolutely knocked it out of the park. You were fantastic. Thank you so much. Did you have fun on the show?
3: This was great, and like I said, I was nervous because I thought, oh, one side will easily tip after like the second point, but you kept it going all the way to the edge. It was a quick decision that I just had to make, and I'd say you both did great. I had a great time. I can see why judges keep wanting to come back, so hopefully you guys will take pity on me and have me back again.
1: I will gladly have you back as long as you are not by far the best sounding person on the show, like you were uh, for today's episode. Uh, Ray, we need to get better mics just to keep well, up with.
2: James, I'm sorry you unfortunately flunked your audition. So uh, good travels
1: to you, and I hope your <laughs> show is successful. Thank
3: you, thank you. I appreciate, it. and I'm sure I'll get the I'll get hit by the hashtag Ray is right people on Twitter as soon as this is over.
1: Yeah, all three of them will very much be upset with you. How right. dare you? Now this was another fun fight, James. Again, you absolutely killed it. Thank you so much. Please come back. In the meantime, tell everyone where they can find you and your show online.
3: Yeah, we've got. Uh, we're coming up on our three hundred and fiftieth episode of the show, so you can check out all the back catalog if you go to geektomeradio.com. dot com. My executive producer Joey V put up a nice uh, website where you can actually click on if you see a celebrity. Oh, I want to hear that interview. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at geeked me radio. We're trying to get to one K subscriptions on YouTube by my birthday, one K by my birthday. So check out youtube.com slash geek to me. Hit that subscribe button there. I'd greatly appreciate it.
1: By the way, again, Legion of Audience, our fan base, you got to remember James Ensell. on top of being a top-notch human being, on top of being a great talent, on top of having a great show, he's been a friend to the Who Would Win show for years. He's been supporting us in every iteration. He always retweets posts and, and comments on our stuff. This is a great person who deserves absolute your support. By the way, his show is fantastic. Subscribe to his YouTube channel, listen to everything he does, tune in online to his show, and just... Let's push the Geek to Me radio show to great heights. It's a personal desire of mine. Let's do this together. All right, Race to Canis. You were so close to getting four wins in a row. I was scared of mine for this one. I'm like, oh, this is not good. But luckily, by uh, a fraction of an inch, I got the win. Tell the Legion of Audience where they can find you online. Much like the surface of the
2: sun, I cannot get alongside this decision. I feel like James absolutely uh, dropped the ball. And you don't even know which one I'm talking about right now. And that's key to my point. James on James Crime just happened James with James look I don't know what's happening I'm bamboozled I'm thrown for a loop I feel like Deadpool right now with 40 different personalities inside my head explaining to me all the ways that hashtag Ray was robbed I think Chainsaw Man is a very interesting anime it's both very gory and fun but also very juvenile at the same time if you're into anime and you have not checked the show out it is the new freshness of last year 2022 and you know they're going to be making a whole lot more because the manga as the kids at home would say the manga has already finished its season two so the story has actually gone a little bit further but since that's not readily available to people here in the united states i chose to go with the anime version maybe somewhere down the road we can do a rematch after season two comes out and i can put right what once went wrong like it was an episode of quantum leap with scott Bakula. You can find me on Twitter at Almighty Ray. You know the hashtags. You know where to go. You know I should have won four in a row today. You know that I should have had my choice of character next week. But all of that's fine. I'm way up, and I'm still great. This is Ray, signing off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, listen. Listen, Legion of Audience, all of you at home, uh, don't let Ray fool you. He, uh, he's really upset. He's really upset. We'll we'll hear about this a lot tonight, tomorrow, and this week. All right, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by typing in at James Gavsey. Remember to join the official Who Would Win Facebook group to make a suggestion for a matchup for the show and be part of our growing community. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at Who Would Win Show. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you go for your podcasts. On behalf of myself, Ray Cicanis, and the rest of the amazing Who Would Win production team, thank you once again for checking out another episode of the Who Would Win Show. We'll see you next time. Hey gang, I hope you enjoyed this episode and love listening to the show as much as we enjoyed making it. Quick reminder that you can support us by going to patreon.com slash right now. Okay, gotta prepare for next week's episode. Hope the rest of your day is full of wins.